limiting beliefs may not feel good when they come up, but what I'm learning, it's the best thing ever because we are able to see what's preventing us from getting, from, I should say, from living the life that we want to live. So when they come up, don't run from them. Face it head on. Embrace that limiting belief. Take that fragmented self, that inner child, and let that child know that I'm here to love you. I'm here to take care of you. I'm here to make you feel safe. You are a part of me. I, I love you for exactly who you are. And I want it, and I and I want you to participate in my life in a healthy way. So it's not only shadow work, but it's also inner child work that needs to be done to be able to incorporate that fragmented part of yourself into the whole so that it can be more productive and everyone can move forward in the correct and I almost say correct direction, but in the direction that you want to move forward in. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited for you to hear this conversation, mainly because it is one of the most favorite episodes that I've recorded here on this channel. And Tiffany is a practical spirituality coach. She has a YouTube channel talking all things spirituality and manifestation. And so this conversation just was a beautiful one to have with her and she is now a sacred friend in my life. And so I'm really looking forward to having you hear this and I hope it touches you as much as it did for me. And so I hope you enjoy. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode. I am so excited to have Tiffany on today because last week we chatted, was it last week? I think it was. Yes, it was last week. 45 minutes. Yes, we already basically record, did a podcast together <laughs> and we were like, hey, we need to, we need to cut this off because all the nuggets of gold are being in here and I'm not recording this. So, <laughs> so welcome. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I had such a blast speaking with you last week that I'm so excited to continue the conversation this week. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like our conversation already is, is just so flowy where we just we get on one thing and we're just we're zooming on to the next, but it's all stemming from the same stuff. And um, what another core of what we were talking about last week, which we're going to focus on today is how it all stems from the self and self-love. And we yes. were talking about like 20 different things last week. And we were. <laughs> We just kept coming back to if you love yourself, it all figures itself it, out. It all works itself out. Absolutely. Uh -huh. So it's, it's, it's kind of getting uh, getting in alignment with yourself and with what you want and, and moving forward in that direction. And it's so funny that you're speaking about that because I was speaking to my daughter this week and I'm just like, and she is, so my daughter's 22 years old and she is light years ahead of where I was mm. when I was 22 years old. I was a hot mess at 22 years old. And I was like all over the place. And so like, she's into like her meditations and her affirmations and all this good stuff. And I'm just like, you know, if I, if I knew what you know now, if I knew that back then, like I would be light years ahead right now. Like, it's amazing. Like I, I, I sit back and I look at it and I'm like, you know, I know that world existed, but it didn't exist to the extent that it does now, where it's just like, 
it's just obvious and like everyone's kind of speaking about you know self-love and meditation and and affirmations and visualization and things of that sort i'm like i wish they were speaking about that when i was her age because i would i i probably would be in in a in a in a different place like i i think about 22 year old tiffany and i'm just like if someone spoke to me about the law of attraction and trying to get what I want and meditation and it's all about the mind, like I would have totally dismissed the whole thing, um, especially because I grew up Catholic. Um, and that happened by accident, by the way. Um, I was expelled from public school and my mother promptly put me in Catholic school. Oh my God. <laughs> so, oh my so, so by accident, I grew up Catholic. And so, you know, in Catholicism, that's not what we're taught. You know, it's, it's, it's God and God is outside of you and um, you're doing good things or you're doing, so you're sinning or you're, or you're, or you're acting appropriately and you have to give your confession. I, I did the whole thing for many, many years. And I'm just like, if I knew then what I know now, like I would be a completely different person in a completely different space, uh, which is why I'm so excited. And I know I, I went off into a tangent, but like, I'm so excited that my daughter is, my daughter is exploring who she is and developing that relationship um, with source. And I'm so, and I'm just like, cause she's like, you know, am I doing it the right way? I'm like, you know what? It's, it's whatever feels right to you. Cause I can't determine what your relationship with sources, I'm like you are source, and it's like I can't de I can't determine what your relationship with yourself is. So it's like it doesn't work that way. I was like, this is something where you're going to have to figure it out as you go along. And I was like, you know, it can be a very lonely journey mm -hmm. because no one can take this trip with you. Mm -hmm. This is a trip with yourself, and you've got to. And I was like, I, I can give you my experiences and I can tell you what I've done and I can tell you like some tricks that I did to kind of get me going. I was like, but ultimately this is developing a relationship with yourself and understanding who you are because to know yourself is to know God, you know? And so just move forward in that direction. Mm -hmm. But it's, this is hard for, I think, this is hard, a hard thing to grasp at the beginning of your spiritual journey because yeah. it's such an intangible thing to what it's, I can't even put words to it. Like the separation where the idea that there isn't duality is so hard to grasp. And so our brains naturally revert to that right so that we can like function in the world i mean you you kind of need it so that you can feel like okay that's not me this is me and my experience and it helps you kind of navigate but right. there is a way i guess in there to realize god is if if god is if i'm created in the image of god right and however however we're all in my belief we're all saying the same thing I agree. If I'm if I'm created in the image of God, that means I stem from God, which means I am God. That's right. You cannot. How can you be part of something that you are not already? It's right. Exactly. Like how can you not? You know, I, I, I mean, because God is the creator. So like, how can you not create? How can your 
how can your, you know, your prime purpose on this planet to be not, not to create? I'm like, you are that. Like people have argued with me because I'm just like, but you're God. You know, you you can create. You actually not can, but you are actually creating mm -hmm. everything that you've experienced. Um, it's about accepting that. It's about taking responsibility for that. And then the things that you don't, that you have created that you dislike in your life, then doing that deep dive and finding out, well, why did I create that? Why did I do that? What are my limiting beliefs around that particular topic yeah. that is manifesting now in me living in scarcity and me having lack, having that scarcity mentality? Why is it manifesting that way? Um, but, and, and I'm coming from both sides of this, it's easier to say it's someone out there that's doing that, which is why I am in the position that I'm in now. And I did that for years. I had that victim mentality for years, did not serve me. Mm -hmm. Everything, I mean, if, if, if I, you know, if I go back to 22 year old Tiffany, if I told her that everything in your life is stemming from you, you created that, she would have cursed me out severely you know and so you know and so like how and so I think about that and I'm just like well how do you tell people that everything in their life whether it be good or bad is stemming from them and the more and more I thought about that the more and more like you know the better conversation is okay so you don't like what you have in your life currently and I totally get that so now how do we fix that and coming from the point of Let's fix it. Let's get that sorted. Sorted. Let's figure out what you want. Let's figure out how to get there. Because as people start to move towards what they want, their limiting beliefs will automatically come up. And so stopping dealing with that limiting belief, understanding what the core issue is, and resolving that issue and then moving forward because that is going to allow you to manifest whatever it is that you really want as opposed to manifesting by default. Mm -hmm. You know, so, and I mean, like I just had this revelation this week. I was, I was, I was having my, my daily conversation with my guides and I'm sitting there and I'm, and I'm, I'm talking and I'm thinking, and, you know, and they were like, you know, the law of attraction is not about getting stuff. And I'm like, you know, I, it, like I got it, but I didn't get it. I'm like, yeah, you know, I get that. They're like, no, the law of attraction is about mastering your mind. And I'm like, oh. I mean, you could have knocked me over with a feather when that download came to me because it didn't dawn. I'm like, but the more and more I thought about it, the more I'm like, but you're absolutely right because I need to wow. be able to control. I need to be able to master my mind in order to really manifest what it is that I'm wanting to manifest mm -hmm. and, what, and what I'm wanting to see out into the, out in the world. Mm -hmm. If I don't master who I am, which is my mind, then I can't manifest purposefully what I want to manifest. Mm -hmm. And so like, it just, it was just a, it, it was definitely a different take on the law of attraction, but I'm like, that makes so much sense.
oof, yeah, that's no, it's even hitting me. I mean, it's not what you're saying is so is so concrete and maybe people think it's simple, but I want you guys to really listen to what Tiffany just said. Like if you, this, this goes on something I was saying earlier to someone else of you can't experience anything. You're not already the match of. And so that's essentially what you're saying. So if you want to bring in that, those finances, that relationship, that whatever it is, view yourself as, as worthy of that, that placement already and it's it's kind of like if, if that thing is here and you're here it's like bring just bring yourself there you don't have it you have you don't have the million dollars you don't have the perfect relationship but just bring yourself there emotionally energetically imagine that you have it feel that you already do and then it starts to come into your life but how do we how do we remove these limiting beliefs do you think it's all stemming from just loving ourselves more deeply and deeply i mean so i'm gonna tell you so i started my business and and, which is meditating human and i started my course which is project manager manifestations and i've done that for the past nine months and in going through all of that a lot of my own limiting beliefs Mm. have come up Mm. and so i've had to stop and take a breath and go into, I, I am a huge advocate of meditating. So going back, meditating and understanding where these limiting beliefs are coming from. Um, I had a limiting belief around receiving uh, based on my self-worth. Um, I had a limiting belief, wait, I, I wrote it down right here. <laughs> I had a limiting belief around um around making myself small Mm. to accommodate other people because I thought that my my aspirations were too grandiose. Mm. And so because I was telling it to small-minded people and they didn't understand it, I thought that I was doing something wrong. Um, I had a limiting limiting belief around um, being able to make money off of off of my own efforts as opposed to a nine to five. So, you know, and so those are just, those are just a few of the limiting beliefs that came up for me during that whole process. So it is more than the self-love thing. It is stopping, understanding the core of those limiting beliefs, which is just really fragmented versions of ourselves. Okay. So it's fragmented and it's turned into a shadow self because it's something that we decided to repress because it doesn't feel good. You know, what do you mean I don't want to receive money for my efforts? That doesn't make any sense. I like, you know what I mean? Like you, you stop and think about it. And I'm just like, yeah, but I do. But like, I feel really bad when I do that. So what is that stemming from? It's stemming from my, when I did my, when I did my deep dive, it was stemming from my self-worth. Because am I worthy enough to receive that money or that energy from the work that I put in? And then being able to say, well, no, I, 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 I am deserving of that. I am worthy of that. And for me, and I'll share something personal with you. For me, that's, I had a really rough childhood. And so for me, it stemmed from my mother telling me that I wasn't good enough. And 
And so it manifested in me not feeling worthy anytime someone wanting to, wanted to do something good for me. So then understanding that she told me that as a child, I internalized that and this is how it's manif manifesting itself. But now, you know, this is adult Tiffany dealing with this. So now how would I deal with this? Mm -hmm. Well, she said that to me, that's more reflection on her than it is on me. Mm -hmm. She doesn't feel like she's good enough. So she's projecting that onto me. That's not who I am. That's something that my mother has long since passed, but that's something that she needed to deal with. That has nothing to do with me. I feel like I'm good enough. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that what I produced is good enough. And I will receive that validation from people purchasing it. You know what I mean? And so being able to work through all of those limits, being able to stop and take a step back and work through those limiting beliefs and work through it down to its core so that you understand where that's stemming from. Because I'm going to tell you, once it hits your consciousness, because this is the limiting beliefs are just scripts that we're all operating from. And these are, and a lot of these scripts are what's stopping us from manifesting what it is that we want, from getting what it is that we want. And so once it hits your consciousness and you know that it's there, step in the right direction. Take the time to figure out where it's stemming from. The downside to that is you may have to relive those experiences, those memories. You're going to have to feel that. The pain, at least in my experience, is just as sharp as when it originally happened. Don't be tempted to repress that. Stay in that. It's not going to be pleasant. Stay in it. Because the more you stay in it, the more you understand it, the easier it's going to be to release it. Because once it's released, it's released. And you can be able, and you can move past it. Unfortunately, there's no trick to it. It's just facing what we've repressed for so long understanding the core issue of it, resolving that issue within ourselves to say that that's not me. This is, that's, that's how, you know, eight-year-old Tiffany dealt with that. But, you know, adult Tiffany is not, that's not how I deal with it because that's not me. I'm another person. She said that because that was her issue. It wasn't my issue. She was projecting that onto me. And being able to understand it at its core and release it so that we can then move forward and to continue to manifest what it is we need to manifest. Limiting beliefs may not feel good when they come up, but what I'm learning, it's the best thing ever because we are able to see what's preventing us from getting, from I should say from living the life that we want to live. So when they come up, don't run from them. Face it head on. Embrace that limiting belief. Take that fragmented self, that inner child, and let that child know that I'm here to love you. I'm here to take care of you. I'm here to make you feel safe. You are part of me. I, I love you for exactly who you are. And I want it, and I and I want you to participate in my life in a healthy way. So it's not only shadow work, but it's also inner child work. 
that needs to be done to be able to incorporate that fragmented part of yourself into the whole so that it can be more productive and everyone can move forward in the correct and I don't want to say correct direction, but in the direction that you want to move forward. in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's, that's really beautiful to think about it that way, because it just gives like concrete steps, because I think right now it's so jumbled with, that's even a word, conjumbled. <laughs> so, there's so it's a word now. <laughs> it's a word now, okay. But there's so much in here of like, okay, do shadow work, do inner child work, heal trauma work, do self-love. Like there's so many, there's, I think we could easily get lost in all of that. Yes. And it seems like the best way can be because the, any, the only reason we have that limiting belief is because something from our external world, we don't, we're not born with limiting beliefs. So something right. from our external world happened to us and it may be in a very deep subconscious level because for, for some of us, this happened at such a young age that we barely remember the experience, but your body holds the, keeps the record. I think there's literally That's a book right. called Your Body Keeps the Record or something like that. Um, it, your body holds these, these traumas. And so tying, it seems like what you're saying too, is it, it would be really helpful to tie this back to a physical event that happened of someone saying something to you or something you experienced from your parent or a friend or a romantic relationship or whatever it is. Right. thinking about that exact situation and thinking well why did that person say that to me was I actually was I actually in the wrong there and you know nine times out of ten you're not if you are I agree. right and if you and if you are though that's it's actually easier to move from it when you are in right the wrong. you actually kind of hope that you were the one in the wrong because then it's just like all right I just won't do that again right I won't do that again right exactly. as opposed to taking on and embodying someone else's beliefs mm -hmm. about how they see you and most of the time that's not how they see you it's how they see themselves mm -hmm. and you most of the time yeah exactly and most of the time I think the reason this is hard is because a lot of it's coming from our parents most of the time right. all of us have something from our parents and the hardest part about that is because it's easier when it's coming from a romantic relationship or a friendship because they're right. removed. But when it's from the people that brought you here, it's very difficult to remove like, well, wait, but they brought me here. Why would they say that to me? Why would they treat me that way? Right. So because God, because God is par parents are God in the eyes of a child. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so if you're saying it as a parent, then you must be right. Mm -hmm. Period. And we're getting all of this, we're getting all this information at such a foundational age. What is, I was just watching something the other day and they're like, you know, from, from zero to six or seven, we are in the theta state, which means that we are just sponges and we're just absorbing all of this information and we're not questioning it. It's just, if my parents said that, you know, I'm not worth anything, then I'm not worth anything. Yep. And it, it is what it is. And so I get to live my life operating from that script, not understand. And it's not something that we remember. It's just, it's, it's stored in our subconscious. And now we get to operate from this script that I'm not enough. And then we get to attract, unfortunately, by default, all of these things that reinforce the fact that we are not enough, mm -hmm. which is why, you know, when you are, manifesting and you're breaking it down for yourself and you are 
um, you go into project manager manifestations and you, you, you know, you're working at it from that perspective, things are going to come up. That's going to force you to take a look at those limiting beliefs, because at the end of the day, you're not going to be able to move forward in anything that you want until you deal with those limiting beliefs. I mean, you look at it as everything you want is on the other side of those limiting beliefs. Mm -hmm. So it would be in your best interest to stop and take a minute and figure out where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. Why is that happening? How can I, how can I now fix this so that I can move forward in the right direction? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what's funny too, is you manifested all those things too. You manifested your parents. And so right. it's like, whatever, what, like what you were saying earlier of, okay, you have this situation in your life that it's not going the way you want it to, or something is just not, doesn't, this isn't, it's confusing to you because you're like this, if I'm manifesting all of this, this is not what I would have manifested. Right. So, maybe like take a seat back and say, why have I manifested this? My belief is we just manifest whatever is going to be the most conducive to our growth on the spiritual journey. And so if you have something to heal with your parents, you chose that experience to have that human experience when you came here of they were going to give you the most growth, or maybe you were going to go through a really difficult breakup. That's going to give you, that's going to get you over that limiting belief and start to foster things that you actually want and mm -hmm. I think we just keep doing this of we think the universe like slaps us until they're it's like hello 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 and it keeps doing that right but it's you it's you doing it to yourself it's the universe yes but you are you are all of that so that's it's right your, your higher self but the, it's already you it's not like there's like the devil on the shoulder and the angel that's it's right just, it's just which one do you want to operate out of right and right. it's so it's so like ridiculous when you really think about it because it's it's yourself telling you like it's all yourself right it just gets crazy because you just like it's all these things but like no ultimately it's yourself it's you it's you it's it's you being crazy that's what it is it's you being crazy and it's you having to figure it out and you just got in it's like sometimes like you sit back and think about it, it's like you take yourself like over the river and through the woods and it's just like oh my god I had to go through all of that just to get this just to get to this one particular point and and it's but but you know and I'm sure you probably know like once you get there and you get it it's like this was I get it it's fantastic like this is not ever going to happen again because I understand it and more not not even understanding it on a um on like an academic or physical level, but really understanding it in your spirit, where it's like, okay, no, I understand what the truth is. This isn't it. I know it's not me. I know now I can actually just move on from it. And I love the fact that you brought up, you know, like soul contracts and, you know, you make pact with these people. And now I don't know if you believe in life between lives and you go, you listen to Dolores Cannon and Michael Newton, but mm -hmm. they talk about, you know, life between lives. And I've had, um, and I've had at least several of those regressions already wow. to try to understand, you know, my other lives, my, my purpose in this life, my relationships in this life, which is fantastic by the way. And I totally recommend it. Um, but having those soul contracts with people and if you stop and you think about it, 
there's no such thing as an enemy because you have a soul contract with that person to teach you whatever it is you're supposed to be taught. I mean, it's up to you to figure that out. Like, I can't tell you what it is, but taking a step back and saying, okay, this person pisses me off just, just by being in the same room with me. I need to understand why that is. Mm-hmm. You have a contract with that person. They, they're here to teach you something. They're here to help you figure out something. And it's not to piss you off, but it's to help you be a better you while you are in this vessel that you're in. It's, help, it's here to teach you a lesson, um, which, is, which is what helped me to forgive my parents, particularly my mother, and helped me to forgive my half-brothers because I was sexually abused by them, helped me to forgive them as well because I'm like, okay, I, have a, I had a soul contract with you. And so I asked you to do this to me. What was I supposed to learn from that? How was that supposed to make me a better person? You know, and so it helped me to be more nurturing. It helped me to be forgiving. It helped me, you know, to be able to love without limits. It helped me, you know, it just, it helped me from a soul perspective to be a better me. And I'll be the first one to say from a spiritual, from a soul perspective, I get it. From a physical perspective, it takes a little bit more work because I still feel, you know, or I did, felt I still felt that negativity in my body. And so like having to release that, but from a soul perspective, I understand why you did what you did. And I understand why I needed to, why I need to experience what I needed to experience because I know that now that I have the tools to transverse that, that I can do that and I, I and I can incorporate that into my full experience, but also be able to release that with love, be able to forgive that situation with love, be able to forgive those people with love and understand that even though they may not understand it, that I know that you did that to, to help me. And it sounds, it sounds messed up, when, especially when you're coming from a perspective of abuse, right? You know, it sounds like, well, how can you say that? You know, you know, thank you for abusing me, and I'm just like, because you know, I I don't say it because I don't want anyone to feel sorry for me. Like I love who I am now, and that all shaped who I am now, mm-hmm. you know. And but thank you for doing that to me so that I can, so that I know that I have the strength to be able to move past that. I have the strength to forgive that. I have the strength. It made me a better parent to my daughter. Like all these good things came out of it. So, you know, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for fulfilling your soul contract to me. Right. And, and you're not responsible for, for what responsible I don't know if responsible is the right word but you're not responsible for what happens to you but you are responsible for how you choose to get out of that situation you're 100% responsible because absolutely you're not responsible for being born in a part of the world doesn't that doesn't have the resources to foster what you want for your life but you are responsible to make sure that you get out of that situation and right I think that the strongest people like yourself are have gone through things specifically because you your soul knows that you could handle it and that you can grow from it and that you can learn from right. it actually so absolutely kind of beautiful in that way it, it 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 definitely is and I'm just like you know it 
it starts with being able to understand it from a from a from a soul perspective. I, you know, because I, I feel like once once I understood it from a soul perspective and I understood because I'm a big fan of I remember the first time I had a past life regression, the question that the therapist or the regressionist, whatever, they were like, is there anything else you want Tiffany to know before she before she leaves? And she was and they were like, you know, obstacles are just opportunities in disguise. And so I have taken that with me. That was shoot. I want to tell you about 15 years ago when I had my first regression and I, and I, and I live with that. So when you have all of these obstacles in your life, they are not what they seem to be. Those major obstacles that you are trying to, not trying to, but you are getting over that you are moving past that you are, that you are understanding those obstacles. Once you see it as the opportunity that it is, will allow you to be the person that you are in the process of becoming. It's just, you know, it is a mofo while you're going through it because <laughs> it's not fun. <laughs> like, and I get it. Like, you know, I can sit here and I can have this spiritual conversation with you all day long, but you know, from a, from a physical perspective, like it's not fun because it's just a lot of stuff that comes up, a lot of stuff that you have to deal with, a lot of, okay, you know, I'm trying to manifest this thing. It's not happening right now. And I got to take a step back. And it's a lot of back and forth and up and down. Uh, there's this saying that, you know, the, the, the road to great office is by winding stair, you know? And so it's all of you. So you feel like you're all over the place, but it's that being all over the place that's going to get you to where it is you need to be. And so it's enjoying the journey, which I will raise my hand to that. I do not enjoy the journey. I am a very goal-oriented person, right? So, so that journey could be, I could rip my hair out with the journey. So, but, you know, but it takes all of that and it takes all of those experiences mm -hmm. and it takes, I mean, as I'm thinking about it and speaking with you, it's, it's that journey that really teaches you who you are, mm -hmm. you know, and allows you to forgive yourself and allows you to yes. forgive your people and allows you to make room for the things that are yours because those things that you want are already yours. Mm -hmm. And so you going through that journey makes room for you to get what it is that you are seeking after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's even what Steve Jobs said. He said, you can never, you can't connect the dots moving forward. You always connect them moving backwards. Right. And so it's like, it's, I don't think it's, that's the tr tricky thing about being an, on the ambitious side of having goals and wanting to pursue things because being super, it, it requires a removal of presence. If that makes any sense, like, you yes. almost always need to be looking forward. And so the on the other on the flip side of that, if you want to be in that, I believe you can always be in a in a joyous state. But in that Zen, in that Zen state of like, I am just in true presence, you you operate from a place of I don't need anything. So those those desires for more and goal achieving kind of they're gone. So then you don't really want to connect any dots. You're just kind of like, it doesn't really freaking matter. So 
it's kind of a good thing and it, there's no good or bad. It's just like, it's it, which one do you want to be? And so right. don't feel like if you operate from a place of like, I don't, I never enjoy the journey. I think that's just a common thing for anyone that's ambitious because you're, you, you, you were, you're going to look back on it and be like, okay, this makes sense. Why, why right. here now? It makes total sense. So it's, but it's it's almost like you have to also hate the journey because that's the only reason you move forward. Like it's, right. so, it's, just like, it's like we need to get past that. We need to hurry up. <laughs> exactly. Because it's like if you love the situation, you wouldn't get out of it. And it's like you never that's change right. your situation until you're like disgusted with your situation. That's right. So it's like part of it is like you kind of have to freaking hate the journey. <laughs> you got right to be able to like move past. You got to hate your situation. You got to hate the journey because it forces you just to be able to move past it and just kind of get to the next place. It's just that once you get to the next place and you take a breather, it's like- There's a next place. On to the next journey. You know what I mean? Like pack your bags because we are on our way to the next place. Yep. And it's just, <laughs> there's yes. just, there's no breather for it. And so it's just like, when you take it for what it is, which is, you know, no, understanding who I am, getting to know me better. Cause I mean, you stop and you think about it, the journey really, if we're being honest with ourselves, the journey is just understanding ourselves better. The whole journey is understanding ourselves better. So if we look at the journey from that perspective, the journey will definitely be more palatable because like, I, I, I wanna understand who Tiffany is. I wanna understand who my spirit is in this incarnation that is Tiffany and what I'm supposed to learn while I'm in this incarnation and, and, and what, does, what does that mean? And so when you start looking at it from that perspective, it, it makes the journey 100% better. Now, I'm not gonna say you're still gonna love the journey. I'm just saying, it's just gonna make it more tolerable because <laughs> in your head now, yes, part of the journey is for me to get from point A to point B, but part of the journey as well is for me to better understand who I am because you will never know what you're made of until you take these journeys. Like I often think about, like I don't watch as much TV as I used to, but like when I do, you know, you, you watch a movie, you watch TV and it's just these like epic scenes where people are like, it's, it's just manifesting itself on TV as like people having like these epic fights. You know what I mean? And so you see it like that. That's the same thing that we go through on our own journey. We have those epic fights. Mm -hmm. It's just that it doesn't look like that. It looks like, so, it looks something completely different, but we have those epic fights. And at the end of it, when we win, mm -hmm. we understand who we are, at least more so than what we did before that epic fight, mm -hmm. who we are, um, where we are in our journey, what we want to accomplish, um, better understand ourselves from all different perspectives. And that's, that's, that's a huge part of the journey because without that journey, we would never understand who we are. Like I have... I've known people, like I told you, like, I don't have any friends. It's just, it's really just me and my daughter. Right? And so I, I had friends growing up and they were content with their lives as is. And so 
I grew up in the hood and hood is not an awesome place. And in my mind, I'm like, how do you not want to get out of the hood? And they were content with their lives, which at the time, because I didn't understand why, but I just knew that didn't make any sense to me. Like, why don't you want to get out of this? Like, what do you mean? Mm-hmm. I, and so they were content. They were happy. I'm like, I mean, all right. I mean, that's fine. It's just not me. But they were, they were not in a space or they didn't want to. And, I, and, and again, I, I didn't have the knowledge to have this type of conversation with them, but they didn't want to face themselves. Because in these journeys that we have to get from one thing to the next, we have no choice but to face ourselves. The big demon you know, that, 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 that you all see in the movies, that, that big demon, it's just really yourself. And so most people don't want to face themselves, which is why most people stay where they're at. It is the few that say, you know what, screw this. It's going to be what it's going to be. And I'm going to face what I need to face because I want to get where I want to go. And it, that's it. What, what needs to happen? Not a lot of people do that. And so you have to understand when when you're going through this journey, that big boulder in your path, that demon in your path, that person externally that you think is blocking you, it's just really you. It's you blocking yourself. So when you come up against that in your journey, you got to stop and say, well, why am I blocking me? Because it's not Alexa that's blocking you. It's Tiffany that's blocking me. So why am I blocking myself? Most people don't want to face themselves. And there's no judgment there because I get it. When I, you know, when I, I think I told you, like when I first started meditating, like, oh no, I didn't tell you, but when I first started meditating 20, almost 22 years ago, like I, and I, I, and so for the sake of transparency, like I use binaural beats to meditate. When I started doing that 22 years ago, like I cried for the first year because of just all these layers that just kind of started unraveling and not understand, like no one told me in all the research that I was doing that when you start to meditate, that you get to see yourself for who you are. And then having to, and that's the good, bad, and ugly. And then having to take accountability for that and, and, and be honest with yourself and say, that's me, that that's, that's who I am, you know? And it doesn't feel good because you get to see all these, all these things that you would prefer not to see or prefer not to acknowledge, you know, that Tiffany is, that Alexa is. And so my warning to people, and I always say this to people when they're like, oh, I want to meditate too. I'm like, that's great, but you're going to have to face yourself. And if you're not ready to face yourself, it's going to be a problem. It can throw you in. I went into depression. I was in a funk. I cried for a year. Like it's all these things that come up because it's just all this stuff that just started to bubble up like a volcano. But I know I went off into a tangent, but ultimately the journey is facing yourself. If you don't want to face yourself, then the journey is not for you. If you're ready to face yourself and you're ready to be honest with yourself, then yeah, you take the journey. And 
when you come up when you come up against things that's not pleasant that's fantastic that's a gift because it's showing you this is what you need to work on this is why you have that limiting belief this is why you can't move forward once you get past this everything that you want is on the other side of it so it's being able to have that strength to really face exactly who you are as a person. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, it's it even brings up my own thoughts of like, the hardest part about facing yourself is that you realize you eventually have to get to the point of acceptance of those parts. That So mm -hmm. the facing is painful, but the harder part, in my opinion, is realizing that a lot of it won't go away it will just it will be residual and you will feel you'll have to get to the point of saying like you know that's a part of that's a behavior that I is is easy for me to slip into but that's right. okay but that's okay right. because that's just me seek right now I feel unsafe and I'm trying right. to make myself feel safe or whatever it is and I see that little girl inside me and just I I love her that's okay that's what's happening right now and so that takes a lot of a lot of a lot of self-worth work because you have to have that not overweigh the other parts that you love about yourself. So it almost seems right. like there's this weird dance and balance of there needs to be more that you love than that you don't love. And so long as there's more that you love, all the stuff that you don't will subside in the sense of you'll just come to accept it for what it is no I know I totally agree with you and it's really going back to integrating those 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 fractured parts of you mm -hmm. and integrating that into the whole but what I found recently um another part of that is also giving those fractured parts of you an outlet mm -hmm. to be who it is they want to be yeah. um and so I'll give you an example of that I I am naturally introverted. Like now I'm just on this like philosophical journey about is, is my introversion because of my abuse from my childhood. So I'm working through that, but you know, I am, so right now I'm claiming to be introverted. I don't know, to be really honest with you at this point, but I am, so I'm introverted, but there was a part of me where is more extroverted and wants to be in the spotlight. I am the exact opposite of that. As I say that on a podcast, you know, but I am the, you know, in front of everybody, like I'm the exact opposite of that. I'm actually a really behind the scenes person, but there was this part of me that felt that was disconnected from the other part of me because I'm like, well, that you are not who I am. You know, you are extroverted. You have this big personality. And so it was, uh, manifesting itself in, it was actually manifesting itself in weight gain. And the reason why that was happening is because that part of me had a big personality, but it was being translated into big as in weight, not big as in personality. So there was wow. weight gain involved. Um, and so it, it happened to, it came up during one of my meditations and I'm like, well, what the hell? Like, how was I supposed to figure that one out? But that's what came up. And so now I'm giving that part of me 
the opportunity to be themselves, which is through these podcasts, which when I'm, you know, doing my YouTube channel, things of that sort, you can be yourself. This is you. So I'm giving myself an outlet for that part of me, you know, so, and it also goes to, I guess, on a spiritual level or soul level that I am now into, and now that part, is, that part of me is fully integrated because yes, that's me. That's not the daily me because I'm certainly not acting this way in Whole Foods, you know, like this is okay. I'm in front of the camera. This is me. I can, I can harness that energy and I can right. be a more vibrant, a more big Tiffany, as opposed to when I'm in Whole Foods, I'm like, I just, I just, I just need to get my oat milk and I just need to, you know, like, so, but it gives, it gives me an outlet to show off that part of Tiffany. And so like, I've learned that it's, it's not just integrating that part of you, but it's also giving yourself an outlet to, to allow yourself to show off that part of you, mm. you know, and, and, you know, do, doing inner child work and making sure that your inner child feels safe and that's great. And so now, now, how can I, now, what can I do to make my inner child feel safe? To, what can I do to make my inner child feel happy? Sometimes it's just going to a park and just going on the swings, you know what I mean? And it's, and it's like, that's something a child would love to do. And I love doing that. And so why can't I do that as an adult, you know, and it's not the adult me that's doing it. It's the inner child, but showing them like, I hear you and I understand you. And you're part of this whole thing. And although I can't do this every day, you know, when I get the opportunity, I'm going to do this to, 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 to show you that you are a part of this whole thing. And so, yeah, I, I'm definitely learning it's more than integration. It's actually giving those fragmented parts of you an outlet to be who they are. Because if you stop and think about it, those fragmented fragmented parts of us have been repressed for so long mm -hmm. they weren't able to be who they wanted to be or who they were supposed to be so then by giving them an outlet to be who they want to be they're not going to show up unwantedly in other parts of your life where it's it may not be appropriate mm -hmm. you know because they know that in my case with big personality, Tiffany, like, no, I have a podcast. I have YouTube. I can, I can do that there, but not so much in Whole Foods, not so much when I'm trying to put gas in my car, you know what I mean? And so I have an appropriate place to be that Tiffany. And so having an outlet for those parts of yourself is also, I think really important that a lot of people actually don't, don't talk about, but I, I'm, I'm learning on my own journey that that's actually a really healthy part of this whole process of, and, and of integrating those fragmented pieces into yourself. Because mm -hmm. you're so right. You're so right in saying that we can always harness that energy that's needed for those situations. And so yeah. I don't think anyone falls on one side completely of the spectrum for extroversion, introversion, mm. ambiversion, whatever you want to say. Mm. I think it's all just situational, situation based. And also like it fluctuates over your lifetime. Like there, you know, as a child, I was extremely extroverted, um, but I just really seeked a lot more attention. And so then you go through phases where you're like, I just kind of want to be in my bubble and now I'm more introverted. Mm. 
And then you're like, okay, now I want to kind of come out of that bubble, get some more attention. And it's like, it's, it's like a swing. So it's like, it's up and down, it's up and down. And yeah, what you were saying too, about fostering that inner child, you know, it's like, we, I almost even don't like saying that sometimes because it's like that, that's, it's all, it's just you. It's not like there's adult Alexa, there's child Alexa, that those are just it's just how do you put it into words it's just what has happened you know and right so, <laughs> so it's all that all encompasses who you are and so it's not there, there's no such thing as child like behavior it's just just behavior you, it's just behavior yeah and it's it just, just wounded behavior. Is. It's just wounded behavior. That's all. Right. And, it's, and I think it's only that distinction because, because it's been fragmented. Mm-hmm. And so it's us just, it's just, it's just us making that distinction mm-hmm. between, you know, like, yeah, this is big personality, Tiffany. This is introverted, Tiffany. No, no, no. no it's just, all, yeah, you're absolutely, I totally agree with you. It's just, it's just Tiffany. It's just Tiffany. And when I need to pull from different aspects of myself, I pull from different aspects of myself, but it's coming to that realization that that's what it is. But I know I 110% agree with you. It's just, it's just all one person mm-hmm. and it's only fragmented because we, we repressed it for whatever reason we repressed it. Mm-hmm. And mm. that's why human relationships are so complex because we have to go through those ebbs and flows with other people as well. And the, the thing is like, obviously we resonate more with certain people. Let's if we're talking about romantic relationships because they, they operate more maybe out of that extroverted state and you like that, but they definitely are also going to have that introverted state. And so it's like, we, then that's why it's so hard to find if you can be a person that can understand that, that there's going to be variation, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't have as much of a problem finding those relationships to work with too, because you realize that someone needs to handle that on your end, if they want to be with you or in a friendship with you or whatever it is, and then you need to do that vice versa. And so I think we just kind of, this is going on a different tangent, but we kind of seek out, people that almost balance the energy it's like a beautiful dance it's very interesting like it's the dance is all because we're all we all have our moments of introversion extroversion and so it almost seems like i you want someone whether it's friendship or romantic someone that balances when you're down there up when you're up there down and it's like you're never both up and you're never both down I agree with you. Like, and, and I'm beyond, you know, and that's why, like, even with, with friends or with, with, and so like, I haven't been in a personal relationship for like 10 years. Uh-huh. And so like, and friendship, oh, forget about it, that it's been well over two decades. Like, I found that in my personal experience, and probably because I'm manifesting that, um, I just can't, I, I have not been able to find anyone that could keep up in terms of all of the change, not I shouldn't say changes, but in terms of all the growth 
Right. Cause it's like, are you coming with me? Right. Are you coming? And I don't care what yours looks like, but just, are you coming? Are, with you, me? Are, we, right. <laughs> are you coming with? And it's just like, and most people don't want to come with, mm-hmm. you know, and even, and which is what terror, as much as I want to get married, like it terrifies me from that perspective. Cause I'm just like, cause I'm like, if I'm getting married, I'm not getting divorced. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's it for me. But as I grow, is, is that person coming with me? Like, are you okay where you're at? Because if you're okay where you're at, then you're probably not for me because mm. I'm probably not going to be where I'm okay where I'm at, you know, a year from now. And now I'm on a whole other journey. Mm. And I would want that person to come with me, mm. even if it is on their journey and their, their journey of self-discovery. Mm. I would want them to, you know, to come with me. And so what I found is that a lot of people, a lot of people don't want to do it. And if they do it, they're, they're doing it because for some, some way, shape or form, they're being forced mm-hmm. to do it, but they're not necessarily doing it willingly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I, I've come to, the, I'm like, well, what's the point? What's the yeah. point of being with someone, what's the point of having friends? If it's just like a year from now, you're going to drop off because it's yep. just, I'm, I'm on a whole other journey now and you're not willing. And that's okay. You're not willing to come with me, but I can't stay stuck. Like I can't right. stop my journey right. because you don't want to mm-hmm. embark on your own journey. And so I have not figured that out to be really honest with you. It's the, the, the way I've been dealing with that, it's just been, it's, it's me and my daughter. Like she, she is on her journey and like she goes on her journey and I go on her journey with her and I go on my journey and she comes on my journey with me. And mm-hmm. that's how it's been. And we've had these conversations about, you know, if one of us got married or in a serious relationship and what did that look like and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and we come to the same conclusion. It's just like, like we've been in relationships and they don't necessarily want to grow with us. And if you don't want to grow with me, then I can't be with you. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's been great, but, mm-hmm. and yeah, I, that, that long-term growth proposition mm-hmm. seems to be, at least for right now, seems to be an impossibility. But I think that people who find that with each other is just mm-hmm. phenomenal. And it's such a blessing and it's such a gift that you, even though it's not necessarily their journey, they're willing to, you know, take those leaps with you Mm -hmm. and, and, and maybe enlighten themselves Mm -hmm. in the process, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and you, and it's reciprocal because you're doing the same with them and they decide they want their, it's time for their journey and you go on their journey with them. I think that, I think that's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. I just, I just haven't found it yet. It's, it's unfortunately, and it's just like, in my, at least in my world thus far, it is few and far between. I think it's, I think that's everyone's reality that's in on the <laughs> self growth. I mean, I hate saying on the self growth journey, like what it, we're all on the path. Right, so right. like, it feels so stupid saying it, but you get what I'm saying. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think like what, but what you're saying, I think there is a way to be okay with where you're at, but also saying I'm okay with where I'm at right now but there's more to go. There's more that I want to do. And I kind of think of it in the analogy of like, you're in like the Amazon, you got a machete 
and one of the partners, let's say friendship, romantic, whatever it is, someone's the one like whacking down all the crap in front of you and is like, this is the way we're walking. And it's fine if in the beginning you're standing behind me and I'm holding your hand and it's like, this is how it's going. But I need you to eventually pick one up on your own and stand next to me and start like hacking out this just whack, whacking it with me right <laughs> like I need you to start like leveling up to that spot at a certain point and that's I think that's a different decision for everyone of where yeah that what that cutoff is for you I the most ideal is obviously you both start just ready to go you're like we're gonna right. start cutting through this crap together um but yeah that cutoff is individual for you but with friendships I kind of I struggle with the same thing and and mine is more so that and this probably has to do a lot with my age too, of just, I have a difficult time talking about uh, tangible things that are not right. seem like woo woo. And it's, to me, it's not woo woo at, woo-woo at all. I'm like, what right. else is there to yeah, talk I mean. about? I don't. I, <laughs> I agree <laughs> with you. Like, what do you want? I don't, I don't hey. to talk about with you. And then, and then hey. I, I can do it. I can do it. I, I know I can. I, I did it for years. Right. It's like, now when I do it, let's say we're talking about someone doing something. Okay. First of all, I hate talking about someone else that's doing something unless it's just like in a positive way. And you can immediately right. tell when, what that, if that's happening or not. Yeah, and yeah, so for if, sure. we're ta- if we're talking about a tangible thing of like, oh, did you see so-and-so did this and this and this and this and that. And then it's like, after it's talked about, like, why are we still circling the drain about this the same thing, the same thing. And it has nothing to do. I don't want to talk about anything that doesn't have to do with me or our relationship with each other. And absolutely, I don't, I don't think that's narcissistic. It's just, it's just that, or not even just me or our relationship together. But if we're going to talk about outside of ourselves, let's talk about something conducive to our growth. And maybe that right. sounds selfish because it's like, a lot of these topics you're never going to come to a solution about. So like sometimes I'll find myself in an existential hole about right. the meaning of life. And it's like, there is no answer, but to me, it's just fun. To you just want to have a conversation, yeah. right? You just want to have the conversation and you just kind of want to like throw the crazy stuff on the wall. And what do you think about this? And, you know, like I was meditating and this popped into my head and like, what do you think about that? And I don't, you know, I, I don't care about the show that you watch. I don't want to have like a 30 minute conversation. Like, I don't, I don't care about the outfit. Like, I don't care about any of that stuff. That doesn't mean anything to me. Like I want to have, and I agree with you because like, like I want to have these, which is why I don't speak to anyone. I want to have these deeper conversations because that's what's on my mind. That's, that's to me, that's what, that's what makes the difference. You know, I go out to, and people are like, oh, the weather. Like, no, I know what the weather is because I'm in it. <laughs> you know, like I don't care about the weather. You know, and, and and then when I when people try to have these random conversations with me, and then I take it deep and I start asking these pointed questions, they look at me like I'm insane because, well, well what do you mean? And I and I'm just like, I can't. Mm-hmm. Like, I just, I was like, I can't function around this. Like, I can't function around it. I can't deal with it. I, I personally don't have the patience to deal with it. And so if I notice that people are not wanting to have those deeper conversations, mm-hmm. 
I tend to, I tend to, I tend to move on. Like, I, cause I move on from people mentally really quickly. Cause I'm like, as soon as I realize that's not what you're about. And it's not saying, and it's not to say that we need to have this in-depth existential conversation every time we meet. You know, sometimes it's okay. Like, you know, I went to Starbucks and they gave me the wrong freaking latte. Like, it's okay to have, like, I don't care. Like, don't have the conversation. Uh But like, I don't. If it's an hour of that, it's like, then then we're like, all right, this is. We're doing too much, right? We're doing too much. We need to move over. We need to get past it. You know, what else do you have going on in your life? Really, that's going on. So why do you think that's happening? Those are the conversations. Yes. And some of this, what me and you are saying, it's not always an intangible thing. Sometimes Mm. there is a tangible thing. Okay. Like, for example, I love talking business with women, especially, but I love talking business in general. I love talking with entrepreneurs because it's something physical that they're doing. Yes. But right. this is a mental journey. You don't get to start a business that's successful because you have no idea how the fuck to handle your internal state. Right. You are very secure in yourself. And I want to pick your brain on how you got to that point to because there's a tangible object representing the the person that you are. Like right. I was talking to a girlfriend about this the other day of like my biggest i like to have a very tangible physical goal so that oh. i can represent i can create the the woman that i believe has that thing so for me it's i want to live on the beach physically live there how do i become the exact type of person that is able to afford that be that manifest that into my life it is not going to come from working a, a it, it requires finances, yes, but right. that is a very specific type of person that was able to manifest those types of finances into their life. It, right. That's not going to fall into my lap. So I want to talk to people that are also on their entrepreneurial journey of creating wealth in other ways of in 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 their spiritual life, in their emotional life, because those all translate into physical objects if if you choose yeah. most of the time if you choose most of the time right so it's like there's tangible things that we could talk about in here but i'm trying to talk about what's actually happening and you'll notice anyone that's at a point in their life that they're very happy with they have gone through that they've gone through right. that journey and so you they're open and receptive to that conversation. And so that's, and this brings up another point. Where do you come across those people? It is so hard. I don't know. <laughs> because I don't know. Like my daughter sends me stuff. And and by the way, you would love my daughter because she actually lives on the beach. Really? I, she, yes. Yeah. And so like I go to her place. Oh she, she lives in, she lives in sunny Isles and she lives literally across the street from the beach. Mm-hmm. And so I like, go visit oh, her and I, me. yeah, and I go spend loads of time on the beach oh. when I go, when I go visit her, but I, I don't know where you, cause my daughter, and that's how I got into my daughter. My daughter, she sends me TikToks all the time and their people talk about their spiritual journey and they're doing this and blah, blah, blah. They're just having these, you know, just, just having these thoughts and these conversations. And I'm just like. I was like, Al, her name is Alexis, by the way. And I was like, Al, where do you meet? I was like, where do I meet these people? I was like, cause I want to have these conversations. Where the hell do I meet these people? I was like, because I'm gonna tell you one thing, they don't exist in real life. When I go outside, they're not there. So where the hell are they? Because I want to know, because I want to have these conversations with them. Well, they're not at, they're not at Target. 
they're not at Target. They're not at Whole Foods. They're not no. They're not in Publix. They're not mm -hmm. no. Not when, even when I go to the shop where I go buy my crystals, they're not there either because people are talking about stuff that I don't care about. Like mm -hmm. they're just not having these. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure they feel that they're being fairly deep, but they're not having these in depth conversations. Like I just left my daughter a voice note the other day because like I had this aha moment about manifesting and you know merging timelines and jumping timelines and getting my vibration up to that particular timeline that I'm like it's not necessarily about you know bringing up your vibration but bringing your vibration to a point where it vibes with the timeline that you want to be in so that you can be that person and like that's the conversation that I'm having with my daughter because I'm like that's where I am and mm -hmm. when you start talking to people about oh yeah because you know merging timelines and dimensions and all that other stuff. And, you know, even when we get into the flat earth thing, I'm like, yeah, I was like, but let's, uh, <laughs> I was like, technically, I was like, but I was like, but we live in a dimension. We live in a realm. I was like, so we live in a realm. Technically, if you want the earth to be round, it can be. If you want the earth to be flat, it can be. If you want it to be non-existent, it can be because we live in a realm because then we go into simulation theory you know we're still you know everything it, it's 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 all populating because we think it's so and I'm like but but that's true and we just call it manifestation mm -hmm. and so we live in a realm we live in a dimension there's no particular shape to that it's just whatever shape you want it to be and so like I hear these arguments I'm like well that's not necessarily it's like that doesn't feel true to me I can't prove it because I've never been out in space and mm -hmm. then we have the conversation is there really space and but you know but also, like we don't even know what we're looking I don't know what I'm looking at I you're <laughs> your right. eyes, like your eyes are creating your reality and right and we know that this is not reality because right. if I look in a microscope, it's a completely different world. I agree with you. I don't even know. It's, it's like a pointless conversation at that point because it's like, I don't know. Nobody knows. We physically can't figure that and out. And I agree with you. But it's just like just being able to sit and have, even though no one knows, it's like Let's just, just being able to sit and just have the conversation. Yeah. This, yeah. You know? This is what I think, this is what came to me during one of my downloads, during my meditation. You know, what do you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts around that? And, and just going into it, knowing that, like, I'm not right. And you're probably not right. And we're just having, you know, we're just politicking right now. And just mm -hmm. having this conversation about, you know, I don't know, this is whatever, this is what I think it is. And mm -hmm. you, I, 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 I think that's what I'm looking for. And I can't get that. Well, we did that today. We did. We did. <laughs> We you are we're over here talking about how we can't find that and we just did it for an hour <laughs> the irony <laughs> but sure, it's been I mean it's been like I love these conversations I, I mean which is why like when you were asking me like you know what do you want to talk about like I don't know I don't care like because you know based on conversation we did have I'm like I, I love when I, I spoke to my girls I love speaking with her like you know it was, it was, it was a good, like in-depth conversation. And which is why I'm like, I don't want to have, I didn't necessarily want to have anything specific to speak about. It's like the conversation is going to go where it goes because 
it's just it's just two people kind of exploring mm-hmm. the depths of their own consciousness, exploring the depths of the world. And it may make sense and it may not make sense. And that's all okay. But walking away with, you know, food for thought. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause as you discover others, you discover, you're just, you are me, I am you, and I'm discovering myself through you. And it's all just a mirror. And that baffles me every well, single a, day. I mean, let me tell you, I was, I forgot, I was watching, I was watching something on Instagram and I like voice note my daughter's like, this is like effing Instagram. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> someone was just talking about, oh gosh, like all of this just existing in your mind. And I was like, and that makes sense. I was like, because it exists in your mind. So do these people really exist? But then it also makes sense because the the most powerful thing is thought or thinking and not necessarily action or doing. It's really, if you master that part of you, the thinking part of you, then everything else falls into place. So if that's the case, it kind of makes sense that everything exists in your mind because you're able to manipulate this reality whatever it is being in your mind and I'm just like oh oh my god Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then do these people really exist do I control these people like what does that mean and then kind of don't you control these people if you can if you can manifest all these things in your world and to some degree then you're making people do what you need them to do in order for you to get what you want to get that is the rabbit hole that I am down darling same oh we should we gotta like I kind of want to go down that hole on and we kind of do this again because now I'm like yeah this is like the Truman show (laughs) But, but isn't it though and then it's like when you escape it like what does that look like because I mean uh a few years ago like I just got this download and it just became crystal clear to me I'm like this is not reality I'm like this is not true reality I was like this is um, oh God, I'm trying, trying to find the real word, real, the, I'm trying to find the word for it, but, um, oh, that's it. This, this reality is just superimposed onto the real reality. So I'm like, okay, if this is not reality, what does the real reality look like? Because this isn't it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like it. Uh-huh. It doesn't look like it. So what is the actual real reality? And what does that feel like? And what does that look like? And how am I interacting with that? And why is this reality here? And why is this reality preventing me from (laughs) operating in the real reality? So what am I, what roadblocks am I setting up for myself in order to not actually interact with the real reality? Or am I interacting with the real reality, but I just don't know? (laughs) (laughs) How many times can you say reality in 15 seconds? (laughs) No, I, that brings up something I was watching last night. It was just a, it was kind of like a funny skit of what you were just talking about. And so this, it's the same girl. It's a version of her in a swimming pool and there's a girl outside the swimming pool and uh, it's herself talking to herself and she's in the swimming pool and she's like, "Um, how long have I been in the pool for? Like she, as if she woke up out of a dream and herself outside the pool is like, you've always been in the pool. You never got out of the pool. You've been swimming this whole time she's like well what do you mean this whole time when did I jump into the pool she's like no no you you've you've just been in the pool you've been swimming in the pool and she's like but I don't remember jumping into the pool and she's like but it but you've you've always been in the pool you're always swimming and so that's just that's where you live right it's just what it is but I don't remember jumping in and it's like that's what's happening here is 
I think we, I think who knows, right? But I think there's just the different layers of these dimensions. I think this is all just vibration. And so we are manifesting the physical, whatever the word physical means to you, experience of of emotion because i think in in another in another state you you experience emotions but on a different it's on a vibrational frequency level of this is the frequency of love this is the frequency if i want to if i want to lower myself now down to sadness i can and so then i want to bring myself up to joy and so i think that's all that's happening and so we're just manifesting the physical version of that and it's almost like Imagine you were asked before you got here, hey, do you want to go experience every emotion you possibly could? And it's going to be painful. It's going to freaking suck. But then it's going to also be beautiful and you're going to cry tears of joy and it's going to be amazing in that way. Would you do it? And you would always say yes. Right. It sounds so good when you say it like that. And then you get it. It's like, well, what? WTF? Like, what the hell was I thinking? Right. (laughs) When I agreed to this, like, I mean... Like I'm listening to you speak about the pool scenario and I'm just like, you agreed what that- to forget, you agreed to forget, you agreed to forget and drop that veil. And so it's just like, now it's like, we're here with all these emotions and just, it's, it's like some sort of a limbo. It's like some sort of a, lim- I, you know, it's like some sort of a limbo if you allow it to be, as opposed to just kind of taking the bull by the, the bull by the horns and saying, all right, enough. Mm-hmm. This is what's going to happen now because, you know, I'm, because I want it to be that, you know, like I am in the process of, I just had a conversation with, again with my daughter, because that's the only person I have a conversation with <laughs> that, um, that doesn't consider me to be crazy when I speak about this stuff. And about, now Alexa too. And now Alexa, you know, and, and, all, and your audience and, and, and time like looping in on itself. And that when you, you know, even though we're in the present, when something in the future changes, it changes the present and the past. And if something in the past changes, changes the present and the future. And it's just really just time looping in on itself, which means that everything is operating at the exact same, same time. Yeah. The exact yeah. same time. Like if you want something, you have a desire for a thing, you have a desire for, I don't know, a person, a lifestyle or whatever. Like, And they're like, yeah, because that thing is now searching for you. You technically already have that thing, technically. You just have it in another timeline. So now how do I merge that timeline with this timeline mm-hmm. in order to now start living that experience? Mm-hmm. You know, so so that is, yeah, that is fun times mm-hmm. in my house. <laughs> fun times. <laughs> the constant rabbit hole at Tiffany's house. <laughs> the constant rabbit hole, exactly. And I'm just like. I'm going to, I was like, listen, I'm going to, I was like, it's going to, I was like, it's going to make sense at some point. And so it's just, I'm going to keep having the conversation, whether it be with my daughter, or I'm just sitting here at my desk, having the conversation out loud with myself and my guides. And I was like, at some point it's going to make sense. I mean, and to sound, and I'm going to sound weird when I say this, but time looping in on itself actually makes sense to me. Mm. This reality being superimposed on, you know, the real reality actually makes sense to me. Like Plato's Plato's cave, that finally makes mm-hmm. sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, so all those things actually make sense to me. It's just that when you start speaking about it, especially when you speak to, if, especially when you speak about it to people who are not at that point, 
You just you sound like you a can't. freaking lunatic. You sound you yeah, and that's like, and this is how I sound crazy <laughs> because when people talk about random stuff, I'm like, well, yeah, because you know, and I get onto this existential conversation, and they're and just they're like, like, I'm not trying to go there right now. <laughs> <laughs> what I just want to get broccoli like what are you talking about and like and so like I I, I can make yeah. a joke out of you but you can make a joke out of it like if <laughs> I'll have a friend and they'll be like oh this thing is happening and I'm like well none of this matters so whatever and then it's like let's just make a joke out of it let's just it's a let's laugh <laughs> let's just laugh and you know and that's probably the best thing it's like let's just make a joke let's let's just be let let it just be what it is and it's just like because I don't know, random people try to have like these, I don't know, these 3D conversations with me. Like I end up taking it to like the fourth and fifth dimension and they just sit there. <laughs> the the confusion on their face is just priceless. And my daughter's like, I can't take you anywhere. She's like, you can't have these conversations with people. I'm like, I don't want to talk about anything else. They're talking about that, but this is what it means. Like, what am I supposed to say? And she was like, I don't want you talking to anyone when you go outside. That's that's it. That's it for you. No talking to anyone. Just sit there quietly. Just she's like nod and smile. She's like nod and smile. That is what you do. And so more often than not, I try to take her advice. And so I'm just nodding and smiling in my head. I'm like, no, this that doesn't make any sense. This is why that's happening. This is what you need to do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, this is great. You're great. Please. Tell everyone where they could come listen to your craziness. <laughs> <laughs> I am, let me see. Okay, so Instagram, uh, Facebook, YouTube, BitChute, um, all Meditating Human. I have a website, meditatinghuman.com. Um, just came out with a product, uh, a course, actually, Project Manager Manifestations to help people on a very, very, not all the stuff that we just spoke about, but mm -hmm. like on a very super practical level, um, pretty much manifest exactly what they want for the rest of their lives. Um, so you can go to meditatinghuman.com for that. But as soon as you put in meditating human, I shall pop up and I, and I will be there in all my insanity, in all my glorious <laughs> insanity. Glorious insanity, yes. though, in all her beauty. Oh, I love it. I love it. Thank you so much for this. This was, it's just, it was an honor. Yeah, honestly. It was great. Thank you, darling. I had such a wonderful time speaking with you and, and, and getting your take on a lot of things. And so it's definitely opened my eyes to some things that I need to definitely take a look at and do a deep dive into. So thank you for feeding my soul. I so appreciate it. Same. Thank you. Honestly, it's, it's, it's not all, it's not common. So it's not, and it should be. That's such a, you know, that's such a travesty. It should, really should be common to be able to have these interactions with people that feed your soul. Mm -hmm. I'm you about know. to go down the hole. I'm about right. to go down the hole again with you two. <laughs> not feeding your soul. You don't let them go. <laughs> Thank you so much again. Thank you guys for watching. I hope you enjoyed this as much as we enjoyed making it and we'll catch you in the next one.